Bloody Elbow presents MMA Depressed Us, the show that looks back at some fights that were so bad that they were good, fights that were just incredibly bad, and fights that were deeply disappointing. Hey everybody, welcome back to the MMA Depressed Us with me, Zane Simon, and my co-hosts, as always, Connor Rebush and Phil McKenzie. Phil, welcome back. You know how much we missed you last time around. I'm so glad to hear that... Uh, You've taken a break from from colonizing foreign lands and uh, breathing. Yeah, yeah. It's so I'm. Uh, it was so sad that I had to be on a um, Greek island in summer, and now I'm back with. But you, you planted guys. a flag. You planted a yeah. flag, and uh, you've returned to us. So we appreciate that. In honor of uh, Her Majesty the Queen's passing, the yeah. locals have been allowed to enjoy three, four days of near freedom. <laughs> That's right. They only have to exactly. mine tin. They only have to mine tin three hours a day. For the tribute has been reduced by half. <laughs> wow. Wow. Yeah. Wow. I mean, only for a few days. Yeah, only for. They'll, they'll make up the difference next year. Trust <laughs> That's me. That's right. <laughs> Triple shift. I don't know why the running gag has become that Phil's family owns a tin mine in particular. That, that's been mentioned it's, three or four times. It's because I think it's particularly kind of, it's got a com- particularly lame, but also like early industrial uh, yeah, right. yeah, yeah. portion to it. But the real reason, the real reason, the, the real reason is that there's actually a, there's a movie out there called plague of the zombies. Um, which I love dearly. It's an old Hammer film, and it's about this rich family that turns people into zombies to mine tin for them. Mm. And it's British, and uh, it just—I don't know. Like it's it, that that to me, it just seems like the perfect British thing. It's, well, there is a lot of tin, one of the largest tin deposits in the world in Cornwall. Yeah, which you'll know if, like me, you've heavily researched the Bronze Age. Oh, there you go. During which tin was more valuable than gold. Wow. Well, you are a giant nerd. Yeah. You to make bronze. <laughs> Shut up. Yeah, but, no, I, I like the idea of them all running around with like tin shields, though. Well, tin by itself isn't much. All right. The tin age. The, the, the tin. <laughs> <floor>. <laughs> the, 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 the little remembered tin age. The, the brief tin age. Well, I'll tell you more about bronze production after we get into the show. Okay. God knows we're going to have During our our second fight, we're going to be looking for topics to discuss. I'll tell you about the difference between tin bronze and arsenical bronze and origins of the lame smith uh, archetype. We'll go right back to talk you as normal. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, go on. All right, all right. This week, we've got three fights, all recent fights. This is, you know... The, the summer months have been busy and um, beckoned for shit UFC fights. So we have a few to talk about coming up here. Especially it's been some wild bad fights. That's been, that's been the real highlight. We just, just on UFC 279 had Jake Collier versus Chris Barnett, which was an absolute banger of the least technical big man going crazy 
fried Takayama nonsense that makes the best of bad MMA. Yep. And uh, then we're going to be jumping over to a fight from UFC Fight Night Sandhagen versus Song. Just went down. Trevin Giles, Lewis Kosey put on an absolutely miserable contest of the... I mean, we don't get... That's one of the things I think we I've found more and more is that we don't get that many awful grinders anymore. Yeah. Mm. In, in part, I might have to credit that to the contenderification of the UFC, where they're going out and they are hiring fighters. They're, they're, they're filling the roster with guys based on how crazy they are. You know? Yeah. Yep. We don't get a lot of grinders anymore. So Giles Kosey, that we got to savor these rare moments of two people doing absolutely nothing in the cage against one another. Mm-hmm. And then we're getting to a fight that I didn't see. And so I'm super hyped for it. Uh, apparently just a wild mess of... Um, I don't even know. Apparently just a mess. And that's Phil and, Phil and I are simultaneously steepling our fingers and grinning while you introduce this one. Yeah. I actually started steepling my fingers whilst <laughs> you said that. Um Yes, yes. Yes. He's it, got his it, he, he's got his tin mine overseer pose. Uh-huh. I died I adjusted my monocle shortly before that. Phil <laughs> did that move where he pushes up his glasses with his middle finger. Mm-hmm. Like an anime villain. Yes. Introduce the fight, Zane. UFC 278, middleweight bout, Paulo Costa, Luke Rockhold. (laughs) (laughs) This is like, we've got a sort of, because listeners of the show, of which there are dozens. um, Okay, sorry, I didn't mean to overestimate. (laughs) (laughs) They they will know that we, we often follow... When we don't have like a theme, then we follow a certain format, which is good, bad fight, bad, bad fight. And then the main event is always a disappointment. Yeah. And I just want to point out that in Zane's mind, he has his, gone through his some... disgusting, twisted excuse for mind. Yeah, <laughs> he's gone through some complicated mental gymnastics to justify that Costa Rockhold is somehow a disappointment, that it somehow doesn't live up to expectations, not that it blows all expectations anyone could have ever had for it completely out of the water. And so we're sort of enabling Zane's psychosis here in order to get to watch this fight again. Zane is is in for a treat. You're in for a treat. I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to being wrong. I'm always looking forward to you being wrong. (laughs) Yes. It it happens so rarely. You gotta, you gotta take it when you can get it. A real treat. All right. On that note, we're going to kick things off here with our first bout. As oh, as always, before before I do that, sorry, I'm getting a little ahead of myself. We're watching all these all these fights on the ESPN Plus app, and we are starting each video at zero zero, so you can watch along with us, just hitting play from the beginning. I will count down to the start of each video: three, two, one, go. We'll hit play when I say go. And if you're watching on any other platform, Connor will desperately uh, un- 
you know, poorly but desperately try and sync you up to when the round first round begins. So you, earnestly, that's what matters. Earnestly, yes. It's there's a lot of love and a lot of trying and very little success. I want to help. Yeah. And um, so he'll he'll tell he'll cue you in for when round one begins if you're watching on any other platform and just trying to sync up to get when the fight actually starts. But we're also going to have to brace ourselves, of course, for the possibility that the uh, we don't get the same ads. The oh, show. yeah. The, the, the increasing encroachment of advertising on our daily lives has contributed to screwing up the already messy format of this show even further. It's true. So we so will we'll see if we have we'll to rethink. If we can actually, yeah. We might have to rethink at the start of each round. Hopefully not, because that sucks. Yeah, All right. We'll see. On that note, we are starting kicking things off with Jake Collier versus Chris Barnett, starting in three, two, one, go. Oh, wait a minute. It did the you're watching this thing on another device. Sorry. Oh. All right. Thanks, UFC Fight Pass. Yeah, it's Fight Pass. Uh, wait, you're on Fight Pass? What else would I be on? Oh, we we're okay. So this we're, this really will be an experiment in terror. Yeah, yeah. Screw it up. It's um, are we we can try we can see if do you, Connor do you still have Fight Pass? Yeah, but it's not going to have these fights on it. Yeah, that's true because it's a, like months out. Okay. So mine starts at the tail of the tape. Ours too. You're fine. Okay. Okay, it, okay. How long is your video, Phil? It is uh 17 minutes. Exactly. Be, yes. Okay, ours is 1736. Hopefully it's just on the end then. All right. So just be prepared to pause, Phil, when you get to the start of the next round, because likely we're going to mm-hmm. have like a minute and 12. Oh, yeah, that's yeah. probably the filler. Yeah. Oh, okay. yeah. All right. Starting in three, two, one, go. Oh, mine started perfectly. A couple of large gentlemen. Yep. Husky boys. Chris Barnett, the first fi- the, the first heavyweight in history to miss weight. I don't think that's true. Wasn't there another one pretty recently? Uh, oh, wait, no, that's right. Wait, wasn't he the first and then somebody else did it after him? No, there was a guy, I believe a Polynesian gentleman who got cut. No, he did it. He, he missed weight on his first attempt and then made weight. You sure? Yes. What's the guy's name? Um, Tafa, right? Yeah. He made weight? Pretty sure. Justin Tafa. I'm, I'm checking right now. He, and he, I think, he's still in the UFC, actually. Oh. Uh, Tafa weighed in 267, one pound over. Oh, it was a catchweight. Oh, no, it was a catchweight. Okay. Yeah. You're right. But Toffa was two pounds over for his fight with Harry Hunsucker. Yeah, you're right. Okay, so Toffa became the first guy to miss weight. Now the gates have been opened. Yeah, and then Barnett. And then we just had another one, too. Um, another heavyweight one? Yeah. Well, that's... The card that this was on had, like, 19 catchweights. Yeah, but... Uh, We had another heavyweight fence. Just wait. Bullshit. Thanks, bullshit. Folks. No, okay, this was the other one. Then he was wrong about Tafa. He doesn't know what he's talking about. The first round is mm-hmm. about to start. 
Oh, yep. right. That hair is looking rough. I did. I did like the at least. Now you know we had. Okay, I'm slightly ahead. I think. Like five seconds. All right. You might do it, just do a quick pot. Oh my god. Okay. <laughs> I can't can't wait for Phil. This is already stupid. Mm-hmm. Just exclaim when something stupid happens, Phil. We'll sync up that way. <laughs> uh, Barnett just got dropped. <laughs> Okay, that's okay yeah, you are. Oh, there he is. You just went down for us. You're two seconds ahead of us. It's no yeah. big deal. Just don't, no spoilers. Oh, man. Ah, <laughs> oh, this is, I mean, this is just like, this is really like prime heavyweight action from. Absolutely. This is so familiar from all the like early, like from all the like late 90s early well the like early 2000s heavyweights bouts yeah, we've, is, we've this watched here like uh tank abbott for scott Ferrazzo kind yeah. of thing yeah just big porky dudes winging arm punches yeah how far the sport has come yep couple of beef boys we really should let the fight in singlets again that's yeah disgusting. they need to be in singlets that guys should be in singlets i'm wearing one right now <laughs> I did like that we got like two they, they had big boys on this card and we just got archetypes you know we got if you wanted to show people a heavyweight fight at its most heavyweight it would be this if you wanted to show people a light heavyweight fight at its most light heavyweight it would have been Johnny Walker he won Kutalaba mm-hmm. like they were just such examples of their divisions True. Also, what the heck happened to Chris Barnett's face? I didn't even ever, ever get a, a response on that, but it seems like what the, the commentary is freaking out about is like in palsy right now. No, I just think it's just a thing he does with his mouth. I just think it's one of those things Joe Rogan never noticed before, and then he became obsessed with it. I, it's yeah, great. he does have a, a like. I think you know Joe Rogan at this point simply has like a permanent residual level of drugs in his system. Yeah, and doesn't ever watch any fights except when he shows up. Exactly. Yeah, but he does have that like stone tendency to just yeah. be like, "What the hell is that thing, thing man?" Yeah, like yeah. Just, just completely zone in on one single aspect of it of someone. Exactly what it is. It's like Dominic Cruz, but Dominic Cruz tech focuses in on techniques that he knows and loves. Yeah, Dominic Cruz is a nerd who wants to see people do things that he likes, whereas Joe Rogan is a is a stoner. Yes, the, the things the, the things he focuses he knows and loves and focuses in on are like wild. Yeah, that's uh, so. Yeah, Collier is pretty much just chewing Barnett up at the moment. So can we try to figure out what Jake Collier's back tattoo says? Let's let's yeah let's make that the focus of this. Uh... Also. <laughs> Did he get it before he put on like a like sixty pounds? I think because I think it's recent. Although it looks like the script has it looks like it's been italicized, doesn't it? Yeah, it does look like it might have expanded a little bit. Man, did did Barnett look fat. like he was I've, done here? I haven't gotten fat. I'm simply italicized. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Up a few font sizes. <laughs> I'm, I'm I'm 14 point at best. 
Yeah. It is absolutely indecipherable, though. Yeah. The death I mean, metal back tattoo. This is generally some incredible toughness from Chris Barnett. It he, really is. He had a neck here. And, yeah. And I was going to say, some incredible stupidity from Jake Collier. He's just like, well, yeah. this guy is, is, is toast, and he has no neck. You are trying to choke a weeble. This is foolish. Chris Just, Barnett's built like a snowman. Like, what are you yeah. doing? <laughs> like, it, look how look at it, look at it there. His shoulders are literally over his ears. Yeah. But seriously, the like, the toughness and the strength of oh, Chris Barnett. Yeah. He uh-huh. had a, a, an, an equally, well, almost equally fat. Jake Collier on his back, both hooks in. He flattened him out like three times. And every time the referee yelled at Chris Barnett to do something, he somehow managed to build back up onto all fours. Like uh-huh. he, he had his hand in that bad decision-making of Jake Collier right there. He really did fight back is with all he had. I think his back tattoo says patchy. Patchy. Also, how is Chris Barnett so heavy? Right? Where did I mean, this is one of those things that I, I've, I've mentioned before, but I always find super weird, is that just, like, size isn't weight. Like, some people <laughs> yeah, are yeah. just very heavy people. Yeah. And, like, he must be super... Because he's, he's, like... How tall is he? He's, like, 5'9". Five, 5'9". Nine. Five, nine, and he's not... Like, you don't look at... You do not look at him, and you're like... This man is the largest man to ever step into the UFC. No, he's this not like insanely fat. This man outweighs Brock Lesnar in mm-hmm. the octagon. Right. I mean, that is right. just bizarre. We haven't got a commercial break, so I think we're going to be huh? in the same sink. Yeah. Okay, cool. You got this. I love that. Yeah. What, what possible thing could his corner have seen in that round to make them think, you got this. They were right. They, I, they, they, were right. They, they were right, but like he cannot. That uh, that doctor is holding his eye open to test his vision. Yeah, that is a generous doctor, and it is a round where he got absolutely thumped. To be fair, he's already got pretty squinty eyes. He can <laughs> see. He's fine. Mm-hmm. He got dropped. Yeah, yeah, ridden all over the place. He's cut, his eyes busted up. There's something going on with the left side of Chris Burnett's mouth. I think that Bush may have done 9-11. Yep. Oh. Here we go. Uh Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Chris Barnett is a hero. He's awesome. He really is. Yep. You're absolutely right. He is just dense. I think he, the other thing is too, like this is this is a fight that does display his athleticism. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. I think he's yes. just one of those guys like sumo wrestlers where it is just like rippling muscle underneath. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 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 this is the stupidest punching exchanges. Oh man, yeah, and they're just. They're, I mean, I think what what is going to doom poor um, Jake Collier eventually is that they are just they're just too slippery and blubbery. Yeah. Oh yeah, definitely. It's just 
It it's it is totally total greased pigness out there. Mm-hmm. This is a state fair exhibition. Here it comes. Just shoving it. Yep. It come, it, yeah. yeah. Oh. <laughs> 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 Here we go. Just doing a splits. Yeah. <laughs> Just. I wish I started a timer when this barrage began, by the way, because it's going to go yeah, on. Yeah, because it goes time. on for it goes on for ages. I mean, again, like Collier is again. Like does try and improve his position whenever they're asking to. I was convinced that Barnett was going to gas himself out. Oh yeah, he's fighting just as hard as Barnett did in a similar position, mm-hmm. except that Barnett Barnett's... has no reason to be like, "Ooh, I'm tired. Maybe go for the choke." Because sometimes yeah. mm-hmm. keeps going. Yeah, Barnett knows that his value here is in mass. It is in being big and being on top, not trying to be crafty and like, "Oh, I'll fit mm-hmm. this guy." It's like no. You're a bowling ball on top of this man. Like clearly, Barnett is getting tired. Yeah. Yes. He just keeps finding another wind. Yes. And then he does a well, front flip. <laughs> That's so beautiful. He's amazing, man. And it must, surely that must hurt a lot. <laughs> Maybe sure. that's just where he stores the mass. It's just that there's like. His, his, his spine, his tailbone actually ends up around the Venom logo. Yeah. And it's everything not... below that is just, you know. Surely doing a front flip onto your own butt is quite painful. Yes, it does seem like it would be intensely painful. This is like a, a Especially combat. if you are magically dense. This is like a Mortal Kombat character. Then Chris Burnett would be like a sumo wrestler from hell. Yes. And that that move would see. Mortal Kombat does not typically have people with a great deal of physiological divergence in it. <laughs> it's it's a skinny. It's a skinny people franchise. We, okay. We've got incredibly thin women who mm-hmm. can rip you, who can kick and rip you apart. We've got incredibly. Oh, here we go. Men. Here we go. Slow motion front flip. It looks really painful. It does. It does. And then we've got huge six-armed monsters that are gigantic. Well, whatever fighting franchise, that would be his like celebration that sees him. Because 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 the physics imply he should be crashing through the earth as he lands mm-hmm. and returning to hell. Um, that person when uh Fluffy Hernandez threw uh Mark Andre Barrio on his head, yeah, and yes. like dented the octagon. That's when I expect that to happen. Yeah, there's just like a huge two cheek impression in the octagon for the rest of the night. Tucci. Is there the mono cheek? Just no cleft? Oh, two cheek. Yeah. I heard Tucci. I was like, Tucci. Like, <laughs> There's like a Stanley Tucci indentation <laughs> in the octagon. To, I was about to shred you for, for finding out that apparently in Seattle, that's how they pronounce Tushy. But no, it was just <laughs> two cheek was the word. Right, we're getting ads. I mean, do we want to stick around for an incredible post-fight interview, or I think we kind of do. Okay, all right. Uh, Maybe slightly out of cue with each other. Uh, yeah. I mean, it's not just the interview; it's the uh, dancing and the yeah. Oh yeah. And the okay, drinking. now we're back to the interview. Okay, we're good. We're good. Well, I'm getting uh, two minutes twenty-four seconds of round number two. The winner by TKO. Yeah. Is... We're still two seconds behind you. Basically. Yeah. 
Also, Huggy Bear is still a much better name. It is yep. such a better name. Beast Boy, I don't care. Maybe it's fitting, but I don't care. <laughs> oh, man. He does not deserve a promo like no, this. No, they really do not. No. Like. It is my favorite thing that hype, really, really hype people do, which is he just constantly repeats himself, but sometimes mm-hmm. it's more emphatic with each repetition. Yep. <laughs> the secret to being a great hype man. Is it really gotta, is, yeah. You got to know to. To repeat, repeat, repeat each time you get louder. How about uh, Todd Duffy with the luxurious locks in his corner? Yeah, apparently Todd Duffy's making a comeback. Again? Apparently. Great to hear because that is poor depressed us fodder right there. Oh, yeah. (laughs) I'm just thinking, why why haven't I seen the UFC like put these promos out like if I were the UFC I would cut that up put that in a little video and that would be like every month I would tweet that out again you know Uh, Dana hates fat people (laughs) he's got that Vince he's got the the, the yeah yeah he's got remember how much he hated big country that's true Uh, but yeah I'm glad that we have like uh, like there's still a like a good population of of people in the heavyweight division who are just like making the sport look super silly. It's true. You know, <laughs> if if Derek Lewis is looking like he's on his way out, I'm glad that we still have uh, Chris Barnett and like to an extent Taito Vasa. This man could lead armies. Yeah. <laughs> really good. <laughs> That's charisma right there. All right, let's see him walk it out. <laughs> like my favorite part of the whole book. Yeah. Celebration. He's just he's just getting past beers by people and double fisting them. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, oh crap! I didn't get it. It's, it just oh, cuts no. out. He just starts dancing and then it cuts out for me. I'm, I missed the last bit of it. Oh, yeah, we've got him. We've got him dancing here now. <laughs> it's beautiful. <laughs> no, we're not gonna. I don't think we're gonna get the walk. That's all right. That's okay. I just wanted to see the dance. Yeah. He's so happy. <laughs> oh, what a beautiful thing. And then a little slice of Cody Garbrandt not getting any cheers. Yeah. <laughs> All right. <laughs> now time to actually pull the name of. Now the time to take our our fistic medicine. Our responsibility. Yeah. Our duty. All right. Trevin Giles, Lewis Cosey. Oh, I got a refresh. Yep. Same here. 
I already refreshed because I've done this before, but that's all right. It's your guys' first time. Yeah, yeah, you know. You got to remember something in your life. Might as well be that. <laughs> you kept him around for a reason. I remember that I hate you. <laughs> I've forgotten that. <laughs> that's only because I remind you every day. <laughs> oh, even, even, on, even when it's not Wednesday, I wake up and I think, God, I hate Zane. First thing I think. <sighs> you know, that's that's as close to love as I'm ever going to get. So. I have my coffee. I'm like, wait. <laughs> This coffee was made in Seattle. Zane's in Seattle. <laughs> Throw it on the floor. That's what pushes me. It's just a, it's just a, your whole house is just covered in coffee stains from every time you go through that same process. <laughs> yeah, my girlfriend's pissed. <laughs> but it's your fault. That's what I tell her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sure that, that softens the blow. So anyway, the depressing fight. Yeah. Trevin Giles, Louis Gosey, UFC Fight Night, Sandhagen versus Song, starting three, two, one, go. All right, Phil, be prepared to pause at round one if it starts before ours. So only one of us has seen this fight, correct? Yeah. Yeah, I actually didn't watch this one either. I watched it. I watched it it the next day. Okay. And then, well, I started watching the beginning, and I was like, I can tell after a minute, I was just like, I know how this fight's going to go. I just started skipping through it. Yeah. Just thinking, yep, 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 it's over. Someone has won. I don't care. Next. That's perfect. That's perfect for us. Oh, look at those horrible shoes they're all wearing. Oh, yeah. Gosh. You see that Jack Slack tweet? The only thing uh, worse than getting knocked out and having somebody steal your shoes is getting knocked out and having <laughs> being forced to wear the rock shoes. <laughs> <laughs> They're put on you while you're unconscious. No. <laughs> At least they look better than Kanye's shoes. Well, that's a low bar. Yeah. Yeah, so I just want to point out that this is a good reflection of our sort of relationship that Phil and I are showing you a fight you haven't seen. Which is a glory. Yeah. Which will make you like be grateful for your place in the universe. Mm-hmm. And in return, you're showing us a fight that Phil and I haven't seen, which sucks. Also also a fight of startling meaninglessness. Exactly. <laughs> like, <laughs> utter mediocrity. Like a, a fight that is simply going to and be... And starting now. Oh. Okay, I'm, again, I'm about four seconds out. I'm going to just pause. It's going to make it... Yeah. Pause and count to three. Yeah. That, okay, I'm at 4:46, 45, 44, 4, 4, 49, 48, 47, 46, 45. This is, this is how it starts, huh? Yeah. <laughs> but I'm glad you finally figured out the relationship we have here. Yeah. You give, yeah. I take. <laughs> would I would I return our crumbs? Yeah, you well, or not even crumbs. I could eat a crumb. <laughs> return a sort of like vampiric amulet that i'm like oh this is this looks thanks Zane, and then it just saps my energy every day for the rest of my life mm-hmm. yeah. yeah just like a fight that is going to offer you nothing yeah it's just like doesn't say anything about the modern state of the <laughs> of the ufc like neither of these guys are ever gonna be anything in the division nope. no um and they don't do anything like they're, no, they're never gonna be like 
fan favorites. You're not going to be like, oh yeah, remember like, remember like Martin Kampman or you know some cool you know action fight from back in yeah. the day yeah. or Sam no. Stout or no no. So this no. is like a fight of almost perfect emptiness in yes. every way. Like, it would be nicer to show me, like, a Boston Salmon fight. Yeah. <laughs> Equally irrelevant, but it probably, probably is cool. Yeah. Apparently, Trevin Giles quit being a cop for this, though. Wow. Yeah. First, um, first, um, what's his name? Uh, Big Dowkhouse. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's clearly working out for these guys. Hey, you know what? If the UFC is, is a pathway to getting guys to stop being cops, yeah. I am all for it. That might that might that might make me support the UFC more than anything ever has before. Yeah. Although John, well, I, and maybe it's proof in the pudding that uh, Johnny Hendricks, the moment he stopped fighting, he he went and became a cop. Yeah, that's the thing is that like you don't have like when you like uh, fighters don't have the longest careers in the world. So I mean, what? what happens is that presumably they uh, have their UFC career and then go back to being a cop. Only now they've been trained into like violent instincts and probably have a bunch of CTE as well. But their knees are too shot to like, <laughs> Oh yeah. So you can, so you can just run away from them. Yeah. That's and get shot. <laughs> Lost their fence jumping abilities entirely. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I will say this. Uh, oh yeah, go on. I actually like Louis Cosi's tattoos. Okay, Do you? What yeah. are they? I don't, they're just. I think they're just sort of like a traditional native design, which makes I, them I say, a bit appropriative. But. When people have tattoos and they are abstract, yeah, I do like them more. I actually yeah. really like. Um, Bob's wire. Who's that? Bob's wire. No, oh, God no. Um, uh, uh, who who beat Pat Sabatini? Why am I forgetting his name? Damon Jackson. Damon Jackson. Mm-hmm. Yeah. His tattoos are just two lines on his back. Yeah. 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 It looks kind of cool. Yeah. Kind of into that. It's certainly it's better than Giles's holy light coming down on the cross yeah, tattoo. Exactly. <laughs> oh boy. Uh-huh. So should I start talking about bronze production now, or? <laughs> This is, you know it, might, it might actually be bronze production time. <laughs> yeah, I was. I, we were gonna talk over you, but at this point, I think I'd actually welcome it. Okay, well. Is, is this also to gonna be? A, is this also gonna be a fight where Kosi just loses the whole time and doesn't do anything to change it? Honestly, I think Kosi won this fight. Uh, but um, what can have happened in this round? Yeah, I mean. Giles has landed a couple low kicks and body kicks in this round. Giles wins and this a jab. Round. Yes. A jab. But I actually thought Kosi won this fight. I would never argue that point to any thoroughness, except for this show, where what would be the. What, no, what I, a- now I understand why we're watching it. <laughs> like, Zane was so incensed by the decision that he's finally, like. Yeah. Yeah. It's just. just this is my chance to get forcing on. Forcing this on the world, yeah. I love his tattoo so much. Yeah. He deserved Lewis. to win this fight so much. Lewis, Lewis Josie fan club, number one main man right here. 
I've got buttons printed. I've got bumper stickers. Please, somebody take these off my hands. I am $500 in debt. Well, hey, I'll say this for Lewis Cosi's strategy. He didn't gas out after a round like we predicted, Zane. Yeah, I know. He, he, I think this is. I think this fight is a direct result of fear of gassing out. Yeah, he's really uh, worked on his. Because Kevin Childs would have this fight with everybody if he could. Mm-hmm. All right, Phil. Once again, be prepared to pause. Yeah, we've got commercials. Yeah. Uh- And more uh, another one, another one. This is this is what it when they get you, where the, yeah. the break goes longer than a, just a minute. <clears throat> and another one. Commercial break in process. Okay, I'm seeing them getting ready to go back out there. Okay, we're not seeing that. Giving the thumbs up to the referee. And I'm now worth that point. Okay. And the round two is starting now for me. Now. Okay. Okay. I'll ta- pause a tiny bit. Wait, something's wrong. The round hasn't started. They're not doing anything. Thank you. Wait, there's an error. There's some kind of error. Nothing's happening. I thought the round started. This is where. No, this is where that that pressure. And and the wrestling and just taken to it, yeah. And just aggression that one Zane's heart is yeah. going to really come out in this round. Okay, to be fair, more stuff is happening this round. More stuff is happening. That it's a low bar though. Yeah. Okay, so there are two alloys uh, which can produce bronze. <laughs> There's uh, tin and copper, of course, and then, but of course the first discovered was arsenic and copper. And um, arsenic, of course, working with it causes, you know, a neurological poisoning. And uh, this led to the creation of the lame Smith archetype in so many cultures across the ancient world. You, of course, have Hephaestus, the Greek god of uh, metalworking. There's also Wayland the Smith. Um, are you guys really not going to stop me? I, mean, <laughs> I was seeing how many crippled Smith archetypes you could come up with. And then you just made up Wayland Smith. No, Wayland the Smith is, 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 a, is an actual guy. Who was the uh, Norse one? Who's the Norse Smith god? I, 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 was, I was just waiting for a, a moment to like drop a Lionheart joke, you know. Oh, by, based on what? I don't know. Now That's you've made me. Wait. Now you've you've made me try and think of who the goddamn. Yeah, there's Norse. like a crippled. There's like a crippled yeah, yeah, dwarf. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's oh, yeah. the first bronze smiths all got poisoning from arsenic. I feel like I'm getting poisoning from arsenic. <laughs> yeah. <it's... laughs> yeah. Honestly. I feel my sanity slipping away. My, I, I'm feeling the lameness now too. Like, <laughs> I think I've. I've got a, a, a brain disorder. <laughs> okay, all right. Okay, the punches were exchanged. It only took three mm-hmm. minutes. Yeah, yeah. That was a that was a counter there. Oh, okay. All right. All Ooh. right. It's getting good. Sort of almost a combination there. Yeah, and and a body kick. This is getting pretty good. Mm, he's getting aggressive here. Steady on, Charles Oliveira. Yeah, let's get back <laughs> down again. <laughs> A little too close to the sun there. 
Uh, <laughs> so everyone just take a minute and breathe. Oh, man. Why did you make us watch this? <laughs> you suck. <laughs> you, you suck so bad. Uh, also, Trevor Giles is still winning, I think. He is. He's starting to get hit. He's, he's, to get he's, he's hitting Kosi back. He's winning, Zane. You're insane. He's starting to get tagged. He's gotten tagged a couple times. Uh, yeah, okay. You know, maybe I made <laughs> Maybe I had it wrong. Maybe maybe I was incorrect about it. I'm I, I'm honestly I'm gonna say I'm simply actually quite just quite impressed that you <laughs> even watched this fight. It shows how much of a uh Perfect. like Herbert yeah, how much of a freak you are that you <laughs> well, were I, able to watch this closely enough to have an actual opinion on the scoring. I, I mean, I was, I, I was live tweeting it at the time, which meant that, like, I had lots of time to eat and do other things. Yeah. Uh-huh. So, I, I mean, I had to pay some attention, but maybe not that much attention. I'm not going to lie, it is one of those fights where I would just, I would probably have just ended up making things up where I, on that kind of duty, I would would just write things down, assuming assuming how it was going whilst doing something else. Yeah. No, who would know? Mm Mm-hmm. No, because nobody else is watching it. And you can literally write anything. I think Nate used to do that way back in the day for like, when, when when the site first started for mm-hmm. play by nice. play on events and stuff, that's historical he precedence. He couldn't he couldn't watch them all. Yeah, and would just make things up to have it <laughs> to have content. Sweet, <laughs> like the, the website I'm... was like him and Luke pretending to be like seven different people. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Now it's you pretending to be seven different. People. Yeah, now it's me pretending to be seven different people. It's been a real son of a bitch, I tell you, trying to run field goals as Mookie now. Yeah, like they hired, they they hired my alter ego full time, and yeah. now I have to run a whole other website. I did not plan this well. I gotta say though, those few times I've had you as Mookie on heavy hands, I found I did find your the sort of voice you put on a little offensive. Choice, you know, it's a choice. The deep robot voice. I was gonna say, I wish you could do the Mookie voice more often. It's much more, it's much more pleasing to listen to than you know this. Whatever this is, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah no, I, my wife says the same thing. <laughs> do the Mookie voice again, honey. <laughs> Uh, we're getting more commercials now. A cute dog, which is actually okay. Crazy. I'm seeing uh, referee is Here talking to gonna... them. Yep. Uh, he's asking them if they're ready to fight. They're nodding. Yeah. Okay. They're lying. They're lying. We all know they're lying. But I am now really wondering why. Okay. <laughs> it just it just started. Is I, it, has oh. it started for you? Yep. Yeah, yep. Yeah, we're on the same yeah, page. Yeah, okay. Okay. Fine. I, I thought at the time, Kosi might have landed better punches in round two. I no longer think that that's necessarily yeah, true. Thought you thought that because you're a moron, yeah. Yeah, but I don't even want to argue about this. Thing. That round. Man, I don't care what you thought. I, but two judges did score that round. 
Well, they also, were... I'm angered by the way that uh, Kosi looks so kind of generically Celtic and Irish in a kind of way that he just he's reminding me of other better fighters and annoying yeah. me that they're not there. Yeah. It's like he does look a lot like uh, Joe Duffy. And I'm like, I like watching Joe Duffy. I wish I was watching Joe Duffy. I, oh, I, I, I thought it was going to be that he looks Celtic and Irish and as a British person, you have a natural hate for the, the Celts. Hmm. No, I mean, you, you know, watching them uh, like bludgeon each other in the safety <laughs> of your own home is a yeah, yeah, time honored pastime. That's how true. Could he, how could he hate the Celts, saying Who do you think works the mine? <laughs> Needs the Celts. <sighs> I have a great and I have a, a great affection for them, as one <laughs> would a loyal dog. A disloyal one at certain times. <laughs> yeah, a dog that sometimes has to be reminded of its loyalty. <laughs> a dog that sometimes has to be denied its daily ration of pasties for weeks on end. <laughs> oh, I do love a pasty, though. Not pretty good. Uh, I, really I wish I had a pasty and I was watching a Joe Duffy fight. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know we have those in the uh, in the U.S. Phil. We have uh, certain parts of the U.S. have pasty traditions. And Joe Duffy. What's that, huh? Don't they have a? Well, surely they have like a weird name. No, no. In Michigan, they have pasties. Other sort yeah. of m- mining regions and and uh, Scots Irish regions have pasties. They probably make them with like ketchup and. No, they're good. They have like potatoes and and uh, beef and carrots. Uh, they're pretty. Typical pasties. I feel like that's just against the against some kind of fundamental law of cuisine. Everything has yeah. to mutate as it travels. Yeah. Well, I'll they just... probably don't have parsnips in them, which I think are common in yours. So maybe that's the difference. I don't know. Yeah. They got onions and potatoes and beef. I mean, that's all you need. Mm-hmm. There's also the uh, Zane. You've made burox before. That's kind I of have. Pasty. It is it's true. I make those a lot. Those sound delicious. They are great. What are they? You you can explain it to me. I think yeah, we've got two okay. minutes of of Kosky top control. Like you make a white bread. Uh, the bun, yeah. You make a white bread for making buns, just like normal dinner rolls, and uh, take uh, some ground beef. Sometimes mix in some ground beef and some lamb, and uh, cook it with a bunch of cabbage and onions and salt and pepper, and a little vinegar, usually a little like red wine vinegar in there too, is nice. Maybe, maybe some like rosemary or some thyme or a little, you know, something else, but not much. You don't want to spice it up too much. And uh, you know, because I mean, it's it, we're we're talking Northern European food, like mm-hmm. you know. And uh, isn't it? Yeah, I think in this case it's like a Polish thing. Um. But you uh, then you you put the a, a little clump of you, you put out the the white bread into little uh, rounds and you put a clump of the the ground meat and veg mixture in and then you close it up into little buns and you paint it with an egg uh, on top to brown it and uh, then you bake it and then you serve it with a whole ton of mustard. It's like part pasty, part burger, part dumpling. Yep. Mm, sounds good. Yeah, they're great. I'm going to have to make some. 
looking at pictures of beer rocks now while this fight continues to happen. Yeah. They do look good. Yeah. All right, let's get back. Trevor Giles. <laughs> no one cares, man. <laughs> I was oh, to say this. <laughs> You're the only one who cares who won. I know. But yeah, he did. Thank you. What a miserable, miserable, was, uh, awful. I'm still astounded at the level of mediocrity that you'd subjected <laughs> us to here. That, like, it's a bad fight between two guys no one cares about. That's what I'm here for. That is so. It happened so recently, and yet it feels like it could have happened a dozen years ago. It's so irrelevant. Like mm-hmm. that. I. You know, actually, I'm just marveling now at the little. I, I just saw and realized there's like the little shadow of the cross on Giles's peck as well. Oh. But that the shadow isn't nearly long enough for the angle of the sun. <laughs> I'm going to have to look at that closely when he gets announced the win. So it does win, like right? This, yeah, this little stumpy shadow for this huge cross. Yeah, Molly's pretty good, Trev. I, she has every reason to be. It's yeah. somehow, it's the strange feeling of knowing that this just happened, but somehow being mad at you for remembering it. <laughs> mm. Oh Lord, I yeah. I definitely regret my decision, but that's good. If if I didn't regret it, like how would we have a show? The show has to be about regret. Ultimately, it can't just be about good vibes. But see, huge cross, sunlight. Oh, I, I thought there was going to be some trick of the angle that made it look right, but there really isn't. It's just this tiny little stumpy shadow. Okay, I'm, I'm going to need a closer look at this. Giles does look like fake shredded at this weight. It's reasonable. Get out of here, Lewis, with your superior tattoos. Good, good fight. They lied to each other. <laughs> oh, okay. No, of course, there's no post-fight interview. Yeah. Turn yeah. the lights off. That's <laughs> why <laughs> they closed the UFC after that. They shut the promotion down. That's actually the last UFC fight that's ever t- going to take place. It's just a hard cut at the end of this video where if you just pause at the right time, you can just see like a crew of construction workers start tearing down the apex. <laughs> <laughs> all right, get all this sheet metal out of here. All right. <laughs> Jesus Christ, that was so... <laughs> it wasn't even bad uh, enough to be so bad. <laughs> so irrelevant. It was, uh, yeah, just... <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> just the the abyss. It really okay. was stunning just... mediocrity. Uh, well, I'm pleased about that. I, I don't know if we're supposed to be dropping hard swears in the show anymore or not, but fuck you, have... Zane. Yeah, it doesn't. Just fuck you. <laughs> and you know what? You're welcome because you're about to watch uh, Glory Incarnate. About to yeah. have a transcendent moment. All right, jumping over now. UFC 278, Paulo Costa, Luke Rockhold, starting in three, two, one, go. Yes. I feel and like to, we've earned this. Yeah. I mean, a fight that would have been good in one way or another at any point in these guys' careers. But at this particular point, somehow, when it was 
the most guaranteed to just be sad and brutal. It's the best possible version of these two. Like, it's just the best possible outcome, pretty much. Well, okay, I'm excited now. I mean, that's why you have, but see, this is why you have to have the horror is to, that like the it makes the sugar all the sweeter, right? Uh, it wasn't even like it wasn't even horrifying. It was just yeah, it was just like being in a sensory deprivation tank. <laughs> yeah, <clears throat> it's like the John Cage's uh, four thirty three of MMA fights. Mm-hmm. Sort of the fight. The real fight is sort of the, what you're imagining in the silences. I wonder. I wonder if Paulo Costa knows that he's like fully on his way to becoming Luke Rockhold, except without the championship belts. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I mean, that's the thing. Like I've said this before, people have tried to make fight. People have tried to make like epic, meaningful films about you know MMA and so on, and they've generally tried to follow the tried and trusted like you know. How do you make a good film about boxing kind of uh, standpoint of like rags to riches and so on? If someone wanted to make an awesome like the raging bull of MMA, they should just do a film about Polo Costa. Like mm-hmm. and just his struggles with masculinity and the different images of himself that he encounters. Like here we go, by the way, round one is about to the, the funny thing of that is too though. That like up, the actual up. formula of what makes a good boxing movie is it's riches to rat. It's failure. Mm-hmm. Like all of your real best boxing movies are about people who fail. You know, it's it's movies like Bad City, even Rocky, the first Rocky mm-hmm. movie. He, he loses. It, you you get like the champion, or you get the harder they fall. You get uh, the setup, you know, your your classic great boxing movies are about people just absolutely miserably. Also, we're seeing like this is what everyone expected to happen is that Rock has a tiny bit of success. Then he looks exhausted and old and Polo Costa annihilates him. He gets hurt with one of those punches that hurts Luke Rockhold, which is like you barely even see it. He just kind of got cuffed on the chin while he was Mm -hmm. up. And you're just like, oh, this is it. Yeah. He shakes his head. He is mad. They and they let Luke Rockhold fight with that uh, Boss Rutten boot on. Yep. Because his 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 cursed shame will never heal. Rockhold is getting clubbed right out of the game. Where where are you guys at, by the way? Uh, three fifty five, round one. Yeah. Okay, I'm a few seconds ahead. Costa just took Rockhold down. Yep. And, uh, yeah, Rockhold just looks old and shot so far. Yep. But you can also see him, like, saying... He's starting he's starting to say things and get mad. Yeah. When stuff happens. It's just like, this is bullshit. This shouldn't be happening to me. Mm-hmm. I was meant to be mm-hmm. handsome, and I was meant to win at everything. <laughs> I am so pissed off. Oh, that it really is a story. It is like I was handsome and I was meant to win everything. 
yeah that's the thing is it's it's the it's the great like thing is that it's brought him to like say some home truths and be like a you know an advocate for like mm-hmm. for fighters but it's all just sort of you, you get you get the incredible like the unshakable impression that it is just fueled by like incredibly you know an incredibly bitter version of his own narcissism like yes yeah he had he had how outside outsized expectations for himself and coming up short of anything of those has given him the clarity of like oh no i need to like everything is a lie everything is mm-hmm. shit it's just like you were champ why are you mad and but the moment the moment things started going against him in his MMA career, you could see what a shock it was. Yeah. Uh, that was what made him losing to Michael Bisping so amazing. Was mm-hmm. that he, in his mind, he could never fathom that moment. You know? And yeah, still Paulo Costa just working, work, like cutting, slicing through Rockhold's guard. Mm-hmm. Yep. Like, not just working him, but like really bots. But bots. But Rockhold mad. Yeah. Rockhold mad. Rockhold mad. Like it's just how like he's how divorced he looks. Like how haggard. Yeah. You know, and Polo Costa, he's back in shape. The hair plugs are working now, sort yeah. of. Yeah. <laughs> True, his hair is right. five times thicker than it was a year ago. But there's sort of a weird shape to his hair. Yeah, yeah. it's got a, it's got a sort of tufty hedginess that. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and now Luke Rockhold is like yes. just chasing him around the cage, booting him with his decaying with his this, decaying shin. This is very much full like the road version of Luke Rockhold. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> like he is now he, he had these big dreams he had them all crushed and stolen and he was mm-hmm. grappling with that for years and now he's just so far out the other end that there's yep. nothing you can take from him left anymore yep he's like miller in the expanse yes instead of being in love with julie it's just in love with luke <laughs> yeah deep Ooh, down below know. everything Below everything else, he's found that he is just angry. <laughs> Did you describe him as divorced before, Phil? <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> I have been, the last two minutes, I've been imagining him saying, I just want my kids back. <laughs> and it does sort of fit with what's happening. Oh. Yes. He has, he has, I mean, incredible divorced energy. But yeah, it's yeah. just that he's been divorced from his own, you know, like yeah. looks and athletic prime and so on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, and of course, even in the version where he has kids, he doesn't really want the kids back. He just doesn't want that bitch to have them. Yeah. It's the <laughs> it's the pride of the thing. She's not divorcing me. Yeah. <laughs> oh, he's so tired. Corner immediately Dang. starts saying, "He's more tired than you, Luke. He's more tired than me." <laughs> That's impossible. I've never been more tired <laughs> in my life. <laughs> This, this is where we need the "you got this" speech. Yeah. You, yeah. They just need, yeah, they need Chris Barnett, in fact, to go in there and right. give him a give him a speech about how he couldn't, you know, he couldn't do this without Luke Rockhold or something. Mm-hmm. And Luke Rockhold would look at him and just 
some part of his mind would just think, disgusting fat man. Why is he talking to me? You can't be like this. I can't have people like this pitying me. Yeah, you've had nothing I've lost. Why would I? Why would I ever take advice from you? And he would come out like with a renewed fury. You can tell he's yeah. he's got nothing left but his <laughs> but his bitterness, and it is it is powerful. It really is. If I was in Luke Rockhold's oh, <laughs> understanding his psychology, I would have just been talking shit about Holocaust the whole time. Yeah, no technical advice. Yeah, just shit talk Paulo. Oh, my mm-hmm. God. It happened again. Damn. Got hurt again in on a shot. But he nailed Costa with several really good punches. Yep. Yeah. And it, I mean, he was so close to getting the back there as well. Oh, yeah. He genuinely might have actually won. If he hadn't gone for the shot, he also just might have won, too. Yeah. Although he's busted up now. God, he really does look like... The protagonist in some dystopian movie oh, about, mm-hmm. about the, uh, the the post-apocalypse. Anti-hero Luke Rockhold. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And like, and you, that's the thing you find yourself thinking about this. This fight is going to a decision. Yeah. Like, Polo Costa is not that tired. Luke. He is tired, but like, look yeah. at Luke Rockhold. He's like, he is like, Kimbo slice tired. I'm mm-hmm. sorry, sorry, Kimbo, but like that he was almost just put his hands on his knees. I mean, he's Houston he's, Alexander tired. They're, yeah, yeah, there we Houston go. Alexander tired, but but he's still there's still there's still enough enough rage in him that he Ooh. can tornado kick. Yes, Costa. <laughs> that was pretty. And it oh man! Oh. This fight is He's just, brutal. I know. It's 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 both like a bad fight, but it's also sensationally good. Yeah. There's so many periods already where Rockhold has started posturing just because it's easier than holding his hands up. Like, yeah. Yep. He's swaggering because he's essentially drunk. Oh. Get head kicked. You can see the disgust on his face when he got head kicked. He's almost. I mean, the thing is, we haven't seen him at maximum rage yet. No. He's he's got he's got another level of bitter fury inside him that there we haven't hands, seen. Uh, there was the hands on the on the knees for real that time, by the way. Uh huh. Paulo Costa's hair really does. There is a divot right. Yep. There are the hair plugs in the front, and then there's a tuft in the back, and there's just a little blank spot right between them. The sweatier yeah. it gets, the more you can sort of see the uh, yeah, yep, the texture, the little trench. And you can see, you can see the, the spot on the back where it's still thinning. Yeah, but there's enough there that you didn't get the hair plugs yet for the back. Look, he doesn't even bother to stand up to like accept the referee's admonishment. It's barely an eye poke. This Paulo Costa guy's a baby. It really is such a yeah fight between a guy who's been forced to admit that, you know, his, like, Chad Prime is behind him, and a guy who's, like, desperately trying to make sure that that he still has it. Yeah. Oh, and then he uh, to the balls. Yep. And then the follow-up shot. That is 
I have been constantly for thinking that he just won the fight. That's awesome. Surely it must feel different. And Phil was saying after we, when we were first recapping this, how he thought it was a body shot KO, but then as soon as you see this replay, look at this. <laughs> <laughs> so direct. How do you not know? Also, it's so like it's so thematically perfect. Yeah, of like the young Chad against the old Chad. Yeah. He just punches him directly in the dick. Like what? What did I do? Yeah, the natural midpoint, the lowest point of the hero's journey, where he is, of course, symbolically castrated. Uh, but in this case, it was only barely symbolic. <laughs> Rockhold celebrating and wiping blood like oh, you just funny. got punched in the dick, dude. This isn't some great moral victory moment. No, it is. <laughs> you you ain't seen nothing yet in the tragedy of Luke Rockhold. It is I think a moral he's, victory. We, so far we've seen him like get up to like rage level seven or eight, but we're still we're still yet to max out the rage meter. Like he's yeah. that's another is notched up another one. <laughs> It's like Luke. He's too mad to take the full five. Yeah. That's the other thing. Despite yep. how tired he is, it's the yeah. rage is the only thing keeping him going. He, he knows. Yeah, I think he has to know. He has to know he can't let go of the anger. Yeah. yeah. That, I mean, that's the thing I was talking about this with somebody the, uh, with somebody the other day. They're like, oh, why don't fighters ever take like the full five minutes? And it's like, I don't think honestly most of us can imagine what it would be like to be out there. Yeah. With a full yeah. crowd watching you and with the huge amount of anxiety that fighters usually like that you would feel in those moments that you've overcome to get out there and you're sitting there standing there just waiting. Yeah. And it must feel like wait, centuries. The more that, that creeps back into your mind. Like Yeah. And as much as it might refresh you, it it also cools you down. Yeah. Yeah. Not necessarily certainly not what Luke wants here. Yeah. Yeah. He's still spinning. We're both yep. spinning. Oh. I mean, the range on these kicks, Rock. It yeah. reminds you, it's great to see because it reminds you what made him so good in the first place. Because mm-hmm. you really had to catch uh, range time. And that fucking low kick. Tries to jump over a kick and gets kicked anyway. He's just. <laughs> just getting madder. The... Yeah. The just look the, on his face. Yeah, just the like the lowered eyes just staring at him like I know I'm looking I look stupid. You know it. But I still hate you so much. <laughs> he just gets kicked to the body, tries to punch him. In the end of the mists, just like yeah. getting ready to put a bullet in a family member. Oh my god. This fight is magical. Oh, man. <laughs> oh, you see all the energy. He's like the front of energy go out of him the moment the yeah. fans. Open. Yeah. He can barely keep his legs under him. I don't think anyone, like, of all the fights that any, like, I can't think of a better, like, fight that someone's ended their career on. Honestly. Like, it would have felt great if he won, but somehow it's perfect that he didn't. Like, mm-hmm. like um, screaming into the hurricane kind of performance. Your best MMA, your best combat sports stories are about people losing. 
Yeah, yeah exactly. they really are. I mean, yeah, there's so you know, there's uh, what's his face? Um, who's the guy who beat uh, Dan Hardy in his retirement fight? Um, Chris. I don't remember. How? Why am I You're thinking of Chris Lytle? Did he? Yeah, Chris Lytle. Yeah. Chris Lytle. Okay. Yeah. I mean, that's a that's a, an all time great. Yeah. Mark like, Munoz retired on a win on a finish. Yeah. Over Luke Barnett, if I recall correctly. Yep. But this, I will like. This has made me. This will. I will remember Luke Rockhold. Yeah. Better and more fondly. Like. Yeah. The heroic loss. Yes. Yeah. Now you're thinking, saying he can't possibly be madder at any point in this round than he was in that last round. He's but getting he hurt is again. Getting madder. Yeah. He got hurt and then he got twice as pissed. He really must. He really <laughs> suck for a young Chad. Yeah. An old Chad to lose to a young Chad. Uh, well, that's it. And that's it for Luke Rockhold. He's got nothing left in the tank. He's going to fold now, surely. That's what he does. God, that cage is the only thing keeping him upright. Yeah. Um, <laughs> just like, and every time you're just like, this is the end. And then he just shouts at him and just punches him in the face. <laughs> Just visibly uh, loading up huge punches. It really helps him that Paulo Costa's style of fighting has always been to just march in and keep whatever he's throwing at him. Mm-hmm. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. At this point, he's almost <laughs> yelling at him. Yes, oh, yeah, that that moment—that is maximum. That's the moment of maximum rage. He just screams at him twice and then just punches him as hard as he can. They're like shouting "fuck you" as he punches him in the face, like uh, oh, magical. It's almost like <laughs> at a certain point, he's mad at Costa for not getting the job done. Yeah, yeah. It really like, does. you should have finished me. You should have killed me. <laughs> like. And now you're yeah, a coward. I can't believe I'm still done. here. I still have to do this. That's what I'm saying. It's like, it's your Mad Max kind of rage. Like, the world is hell, and yep. I have no reason to live, and the maximum rage that I am feeling at this point is that you have let me live and forced me to have to act. This is your fault. Yeah. I've never seen somebody get sprawled that hard. <laughs> Maybe like Rory McDonald against uh, Robbie Lawler. He yeah. was completely flat on his face. Yeah. His whole body was just prone. I mean, yeah, I think that was also not just like, that wasn't necessarily the sprawl. That was just, yeah, him having nowhere else to go. Like, yeah. But it's not yeah. done yet. And now Costa's talking to him. Very dangerous to be in this position and make the man more mad. Yep. I mean, weirdly, like, Luke's grappling has been the thing that's gone. Usually that's the thing that lasts the most for fighters. Yep. 
character that can make their strength count the most when they're connected to somebody. True. All of his success and landing clean strikes. Costa takes the back. Joe, Luke can't spin. There's no... That would be impossible. No one has that much fury. Yeah, he's not mad enough to spin, surely. He does look mad enough. He's bleeding profusely out of his But Zane, you got to trust your instincts. There's no way he's mad enough to spin out of this completely tight back mount. (laughs) Oh, just getting blood splattered all over the octagon. No, Cost is losing the hook. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, Lord. You mount no, my no. back? <laughs> no, come on. Rock <laughs> <laughs> oh, Yes. Win the great Peric victory. <laughs> I, he's even yeah, he is. look at this oh my God. <laughs> just like all I'm good for now is to dirt you up you have he's actually outside of all the blood he is bright red right now and I think yep. anger I don't think oh. the tiredness made him that red I think that is the red of the day what a fight. Yep. I'll just say again what I already said after it first happened. This doesn't even deserve at all to be called a bad fight. It's a mess, but it is glorious. You were in the wrong show. I mean, you can see in the ways that it, in many ways, that it would be a bad fight if it just wasn't so special. It is. It's, it's a very good fight. I mean, so many, yeah, there's just so many moments. It is ridiculous. The the rage punches, oh. the insanely gassed tornado kick, the one of the cleanest dick punches you'll see outside of your Romero. Like. The blood, rubbing the blood all over. Rubbing his, the blood, and the it, screaming, it, oh, it. here we go. Like. Ah. <laughs> 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 uh, it the really, fuck you punch, so good. It is weird because you have to, you really do have to wonder at this point why Rockwood took this fight. Look at this. Like, mm-hmm. what, what he's so mad about this. Like, this he's, whole process yeah. is so infuriating to him. Mm-hmm. Like, why did you go, go do this? And he has his hair, funny, by the way. It's not a funny thing. As perfect symbolism of this of this uh, uh, moral defeat, Costa's hair has never looked worse. Somehow yes. he is he has lost all the thickness of the nice yeah. hair plugs. You know, maybe that's why you did the, the big proud hug he got from Henry Hooft. Uh huh. Maybe that explains the whole thing. Did it? Yeah. He wasn't trying to rub blood in his face. He was trying to pull his hair plugs out with his teeth. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I love Paulo Costa. Just like looking so cut and proud, and just like flexing, and like that was the easiest fight he's ever had in his life. That's that's the perfect reaction, uh, the perfect mm-hmm. level 
maintained sadness after that awful, terrible, grueling fight. If I'm Luke yep. Rockhold, I walked up. I walk up to him in this moment of victory and celebration. I say, essentially, you couldn't knock me out. <laughs> like it is like a raging bull kind of thing. Like yeah. you, you didn't finish me, pussy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you tried and you couldn't do it. You lost. I mean, also he was, you know, he was in a losing position at the end of the fight. Yeah, and he was like, Costa was super gassed, and I don't think he had the. He didn't have the inner reserves of of hate that Luke Rockhold did. Who knows how that would have been? Were it a five round? <laughs> if that was a, if, or if that was like a ten minute pride final round, mm-hmm. he would have lost. Yep. Mm-hmm. Rockhold would have uh, would have uh, drowned him in blood. Yep. Well, even despite all of our hype, Zane, I don't believe that failed to live up to it. No, no, it was a wonderful fight. I'm just a little mad that we watched it here because, you know. Yeah, good. That's that's how we've, like, gotten our revenge on you. You've got to show us the most meaningless nonsense ever. And we got to show you a fight which is actually secretly magnificent. Yeah. Yeah. And, of course, our in this twisted, abusive relationship, our revenge constitutes giving you a nice gift that you enjoyed. And yeah. now you're pissed off about it. Yeah, yeah. Now I'm mad about it. Yeah, that's 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 all. That's all exactly right. Well, are we going to talk to Luke? Let's hear his retirement. Oh, it it shut down for me. It's uh, oh. it's it just stops at the. Just bitter anger still. All across his face. Truly, Luke Rockhold has never been more loved by an audience than after this. Like, yeah. How do you not love the man who just did that? Yeah. <laughs> what? Are, what is he saying? Like, I can't he do said, this shit anymore. I gave so it my all. I'm just old. Yeah. Yep. He ain't wrong. Which is all the things that Luke Rockhold never wanted to pride himself on. Yeah. He wanted to pride himself on going out there and being smooth and just working people and walking away. Beautiful. Yeah. Oh, man. That is truly one of the greatest fights ever good one while being a complete shit show the entire yes. time it's amazing transcendent uh, still gone phil's uh no no i'm still here he's gone back to review the footage of uh, giles cosey <laughs> oh. uh, i thought he was going back the to look, that, look the over the benefit of that is that yeah the one benefit <laughs> of that is that i don't think i'll remember it I like it will just be cleansed <laughs> yeah. from my memory uh, pretty yeah. much yeah. We, we, as we soon as we end this call. Yeah. All right. Well, on that note, maybe we should end this call. We've watched yeah. our fights. We've had highs. We had lows. You know, I feel like we had too many highs, but that's sometimes no. that's the way it goes. Fuck you again. <laughs> yep. No, that's what you get. <laughs> You get good fights.
<laughs> All right. On that note, I'm like the the dad who only wants joke gifts. And then you bought him a car, and I'm like, what is this? I want to take yeah. off the dog poop. <laughs> Where's my piano key necktie, you damn kids? Yeah, unfortunately, you don't get to really enjoy the joke when four days later the car explodes. <laughs> you start it. <laughs> of course, being your children, we want nothing more than your death. That's right. <laughs> so, enjoy it. All right. I will. On that note, you can find me on Twitter at these anytime. You can find Phil on Twitter at Evil Greg Jackson. You can find Connor on Twitter at Boxing Bush. You can find all three of us over at BloodyElbow.com. Give us a like, subscribe to our podcast on Buddy Elbow Presents on SoundCloud, YouTube, iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, all that good stuff. And we'll be back in just two weeks' time. We got another break, Dern versus Jan, and then we don't have another fight until uh, October 15th. So we'll be back in just a couple weeks with another MMA Depressed Us. Thanks, everyone, for tuning in, and we'll see you then. Thank you for listening to this Bloody Elbow Presents production. To check out more of our content, subscribe to our YouTube channel, which is titled Bloody Elbow Presents. We're also on SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, Spotify, TuneIn, Overcast, Player FM, and Amazon Music. Just search for Bloody Elbow Presents and you'll get brand new shows throughout the week, including Care Don't Care, the Level Change Podcast, the MMA Vivisection, the Sixth Round Post-Fight Show, Sixth Round Retro, the MMA Depressed Us, Crooklyn's Corner, Exclusive Fighter Interviews, show money, guest podcasts, and radio-style play-by-play for every UFC pay-per-view. Be sure to follow us on Twitter at Bloody Elbow, Facebook at facebook.com slash bloodyelbowblog, and on bloodyelbow.com.